Welcome to another episode of the Dreamcatchers Show, Season 3. Oh my gosh. Dreamcatchers, I want to take a brief moment and just say thank you. I want to say thank you for showing up day in and day out, going after your own dreams and turning your own dreams into reality. And I also want to say thank you for making the Dreamcatcher Show what the Dreamcatcher Show is, right? Originally when I started, this was just an area and an opportunity for me to connect with other Dreamcatchers who were trying to make their own dreams a reality. Um, never did I think it would turn out to be season three, right? But I'm so excited that, like I promised you guys from the moment we started the Dreamcatcher Show, I promised you that I was gonna give you a place that you were going to be able to come to, learn something that you could practically take away for your dreams and be able to see your dreams start to turn more and more into reality. Well, dream catchers, I'm excited for season three because in season three, we're actually going to going ahead and spending each one of our episodes, we're gonna be diving a little deeper into my newest best-selling book, the Art of Dream Catching, How to Turn Any Dream into a Reality. And that's right, each one of our episodes, we're gonna be going ahead and we're gonna be diving in a little deeper into those chapters, right? We're gonna give you a, a bit of the background behind it, some of the behind the scenes that you might not have been able to know from just reading the book, um, some of the reasoning behind some of the exercises that we do. And I'm excited to give you a, a little bit of behind the curtain, uh, really understanding what it was for me to write this book for you. Um, but before we go any further, if you don't have your copy, right, it's time for you to go to bit, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash The Art of Dream Catching. Pick up your copy because we're actually going to be going through uh, the book and I'm going to be reading it to you, right? And so without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and give you chapter three of The Art of Dream Catching. Chapter three. The secret sauce, shh, don't tell anyone. I'm a foodie, I'll admit it. Hi, I'm John, and I am a foodaholic. Hi, John, I've always been. It's one of the reasons I love traveling the world. It allows me to try all different types of cuisines and to experience all different types of flavors. On top of that, I love to cook. There's something about it that's extremely therapeutic for me. Something in having nothing, throwing this and that together, and voila, Bob's your uncle. There you have it. A dish is created. I grew up in a family of self-proclaimed cooks. However, none of us, besides my Mimo, were truly masters in the kitchen. Uh, and Dad, sorry if you're reading this or listening to this, I'm including you in this mix. I, I, you make a mean steak, 
But if I asked you to whip up a fettuccine from nothing, but was, was in our kitchen, Mimo would put us under the table. My grandmother was one of those types that when you walked into the kitchen, it became her set, her stage, her performance, her element. I used to love walking, watching her in the kitchen, whipping up dishes from nothing. It was truly a work of art. She would always start with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And the next thing you knew, she had created a five course meal. And I'm gonna pause right there, right? Uh, one of my favorite things to do when we would go on vacation, uh, we would always generally spend some time with my grandparents. And you gotta understand, bourgeois, although it originates from France, my family was um, born out of Louisiana in the South, right? And so some of my favorite dishes were, and some of my favorite memories of my grandmother, my Mimo, was those times where we were cooking, you know, chicken and dumplings, or we were making fresh apple pies, right? And I would, I would not only would I watch her perform, but she would include me in making those dumplings or rolling out the dough for the apple pies. And those were some of my fondest memories. But it was amazing really to watch her be able to take nothing and create something that by the end of it, you were like, oh my gosh, can I have seconds? So we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna pick up in chapter three. My Meemaw would spend hours in the kitchen getting dinner ready for the family. Growing up, I was always so excited to visit her, not just because of the food, but because it was amazing to watch her be a master in the kitchen. One of the things I learned from sitting courtside to her all-star performance was every dish had a quote unquote secret sauce. Ah, the secret sauce. The ingredient that every chef, every cook has that they never release to the public. That one ingredient that if everyone knew what it was, they would instantly be able to make their food taste as good, if not better, than their favorite restaurant. Truth be told, my Mimo somehow had that innate ability to try a meal at a restaurant and then be able to recreate it and make it even better in her own kitchen. It might've been the aged bacon grease that she'd reuse for every meal or it could, or that she made every dish from scratch. But whatever it was, something in her kitchen always made her food taste so much better than everyone else's. I remember when I got older, I asked her for her recipes for some of my favorite dishes. Although she hand wrote every recipe, when I tried to reduplicate her masterpiece, it just didn't taste and it just didn't have that quote unquote secret meemaw ingredient needed to make the dish taste the way it should. Your dreams are no different than my Meemaw's recipes. In order for you to move away from your daydreaming, your dream chasing days, and move into becoming a dream catcher and catching your dreams, you have to know what that secret sauce is. That special secret ingredient that you've been missing all along. You have to know what it is that makes the art of dream catching 
different from all the rest. And if you don't know what it is, you won't be able to reduplicate the success that you've seen the greats accomplish. But you already know that. That's why you picked up this book. That's why you're reading these words. Well, pull up a seat. I'm gonna give you the secret sauce. But here's the truth about the secret sauce that you might not be ready to hear. Too often we lose track of the most important thing necessary to make our dreams a reality. We neglect it. We turn away from it. We seek out some other answer when it's been staring us straight in the face the entire time. But before you can read any further into this book, before you can look for the rest of the secrets to unlock your dreams and your potential, you have to understand this. You are the secret sauce. Wait, what? John, don't just drop that on us like a classic M. Night Shyamalan movie where you see dead people and Bruce Willis has been dead the entire time. But it's the truth. If you want to know the answer, if you want to know the difference between, if you want to know the difference it takes to making your dreams happen, then you have to understand you are the one and only who will make your dreams come true. No one else, no magic bullet, no secret recipe, no fairy godmother, no one but you. You're the most important piece to this puzzle. And you have to start there. You have to. I can teach you all the tricks, all the hacks, all the habits, all the routines. But if you do not understand that you are the key to your dreams, then none of it works. It's kind of like the scene in The Matrix when Neo realizes he is the quote unquote one. And he's been the one the entire time. He didn't need one more karate class, one more bending the spoon moment, one more session with Morpheus and the Oracle. He had it all in him the entire time. The same is true for you and your dreams. But I get it, I really do. I went years thinking that I was missing something, like someone, like everyone else had the answer and they were just keeping it from me. I looked high and low, I read the books, I listened to the audio, I went to the seminars, I took the notes. The common thing that I kept hearing over and over again was that strategies and techniques can be taught. But the key to truly catching your dreams and desires is first believing that you can. That's where it starts. Hold up, give me a break. You mean to tell me my dreams rely on me believing that I can? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. For some reason, for a lot of us, that is a hard struggle. Somewhere along our journey from kid to adult, we picked up this notion that we weren't good enough, or we were broken, or that we needed someone or something to make us complete. I'm right there with you. I'll be the first to admit it. It was a huge struggle for me. I grew up in a highly religious environment, constantly believing that I wasn't worthy. I grew up thinking I would never be good. I grew up keeping a track record 
of all of my failings, all of my shortcomings, all of my screw-ups, and every time I had a success, I was looking around the corner for when I was going to strike out again. Even now, as I write this, if I really wanted to, I could bring up a list of things from when I was little to now that I've messed up on. I did not believe in myself, and because of it, I got into bad partnerships, long, wrong relationships, and followed worthless advice because I did not understand who I was, my worth, and what I brought to the table. So when I heard Dreamcatcher say over and over again that I first had to believe in myself, I did not want to listen. I knew they were lying. They just weren't telling me something. But the truth is, that is where we have to start. We have to start with you first. You're going to be the one and only one who spurs you on. No one else. When the going gets tough, you're going to have to fuel your dreams because no one else will. When no one believes in you and when no one else can see what you can see, you're going to have to have the vision. When you're going against the grain and no one else can understand why, you're going to have to know what it is all about and why you're doing it. And there we have it. When we're talking about dreaming, catching your dreams, or becoming a dream catcher, that is the foundation. That is where it all begins. We can't build the house without it. It's tough to hear. I know, especially when the rest of the world wants us to assume it's not that easy. The rest of the world wants us to assume there has to be something different when it comes to making things happen. Like an old 90s cheat code that you searched on askjeeves.com, printed and followed to the T so you could get unlimited lives. Up, down, up, down, down, X, A, B, up, up, down, up. What? No, I didn't do that. You did. Okay, let me explain this. Let me explain it this way. I know I'm going to get some pushback like, John, we've heard this before. That, that's no secret sauce. Let's, let's give us the real secret. Let me explain. Let me explain it like this. Growing up, my dad, has, my dad had his very own version of the, the secret sauce. It was his secret ingredient that he would break out every summer. And every summer I would look forward to it. Funny thing is, my dad was born and raised on the border of Louisiana and Texas. And where he's from, his secret ingredient is no secret at all. It's a staple, like pepper and salt, like butter and milk, like sugar and spice. But growing up where I was raised, this secret ingredient made all the difference for our summer feasts. Here's what you have to know before we go any further. I'll give you a little light into my childhood. You need to understand, I grew up on a little island in the middle of the Pacific called Guam. And when I say island, I want you to think about it in the traditional sense. Palm trees, coconuts, beaches, waves, we're talking survivor season one style island. It literally takes an hour to get around the whole thing. And it's only nine miles wide by 30 miles long. At its thinnest point, you can actually get across the island in 15 minutes. We're talking about year-round sunshine, 
ripe mango trees, hula dancing, grass skirts, and beautiful sandy shores, an island. And growing up, my family would always take a family adventure every summer somewhere off the island. One of our many family getaways was to an island just south of Guam, about an hour flight called Yap. Yap is absolutely beautiful. It's untouched. The people still live off of the land and somehow it has remained an island lost in time. Now pause, before we go any further into this chapter, I wanna just kinda chat about a few things, right? Uh, so first off, when I say untouched, I mean literally, it's, it's not uncommon to travel to this island, Yap, and for people to be living in tin huts, right? Or uh, have built their entire home off of bamboo. Uh, it's not uncommon for the village to only have one car that everybody uses collectively together. And so when I say untouched, I mean, it's like going back in time sometimes. It, it's not uncommon to see people that aren't fully clothed or have clothes at all, right? Um, and so, Growing up, it was very much a phenomenon for me because I grew up in a very Western culture, but when we would travel to Yap or some of these other outer islands called Palau and things like that, I was used to the sandy beaches, the mango trees outside of my home. I was used to that element of an island, but this was like stepping back into time. So we're going to pick back up. Now, one of the things I can always remember about our getaways to Yap was the famous crab boils that we would always have. This wasn't your normal crab boil. To begin with, as kids, we were given the task to catch dinner. And in Yap, this isn't done with a net or cage or running down to the local fish market and purchasing yourself some Alaskan king crab. No, in Yap, you caught crabs with your bare hands. Yes, you read that correctly. You catch them with your bare hands. So if you're ever stranded on a deserted island, not knowing what to do, you'll wanna read this next part carefully and closely. There's a trick to catching crabs with your bare hands. The first thing you have to understand is that crabs follow the sun. So when you find a crab hole, wherever the sun is, is where the crab is facing. What that means for kids or anyone else trying to catch these crabs is that you're reaching your hand into the sand from the opposite direction of the sun, down another crab hole, and pulling the crabs out of their lair. We would fill buckets upon buckets of crabs when we were done, and we were ready to feast. Now, like I mentioned, this wasn't your normal crab boil. Not only had the kids caught these crabs by hand, but there was a special ingredient that made these boils so stinking good. And here is where I'm gonna share with you our family ingredient. Shh, don't tell anybody. So you too can go to a deserted island and have your own crab boil. The thing that made my dad's crab boils so good was the fact that he added into the crab boil Louisiana crawfish, shrimp, and crab boil seasoning. A seasoning that if you lived in Louisiana, you could pick up at your local supermarket. 
that's it. That's what made it special. That's what made it taste so good. But if you lived on a small island in the middle of the ocean, that seasoning made all the difference. So what's a crab boil and Louisiana crawfish, shrimp and crab boil seasoning got to do with you catching your dream? Everything. You see, if you knew you could replicate my dad's famous summer feast by ordering the seasoning online, adding it to water, kicking up your feet to a nice Bud Light, you'd already be having dinner. The problem is most of the world, your daydreamers and dream chasers, don't understand this. They view my dad's famous boils as if it was made from a sweet nectar created by the gods. But the secret was it was a store-bought box mixed into water and before you knew it, you were enjoying yourself a good old Cajun boil. Well, you are that Louisiana crawfish, shrimp, and crab boil seasoning. You just have to add you to your dreams in order to make the magic happen. So if you're the key to your dreams, how do we start believing that and begin catching your dreams?